No, but I will have these moments of extreme clarity or just awakening, like this veil, this human ego, this veil to keep me looking at the 3D world and feeling 3D things, it just vanishes. And I'll have this insight to like, yes, there's reason to worry and hunger, starvation, trauma, all these things are very real and you feel them. But like just everyday life, you know, for the average American, we get so in our heads about money and how we look and relationships and status and all these things and the everyday fear and it's like it's just an experience like who you are who you are your personality it's just like there's so much and so many things that are so much bigger than us our physical selves even us our true essence like our soul our energy is this vast huge big powerful being that's part of this oneness with the universe and we limit ourselves so much but if we can just surrender to the plan surrender to the outline surrender to what our soul wants to do surrender to not having attachments with things attachments with people and just let life flow life would be so much better like if you picture a river with a current and you picture someone swimming against the current that's what a lot of us are doing in our lives trying to control situations and when you can just like stop and float you eventually get to shore rather than fighting against the current getting tired and then dying and drowning yeah no i think i there's a certain fluidity to it that you know is a obviously you know kind of a connection to life that um that like people want this certainty in their life and really they want their life kind of it's kind of this oneness of you go to school go to college do this get your job know your job hopefully that industry doesn't change too much so you can do the same thing and all your education is coming from high school and college and so you can learn to do this one thing for the rest of your life and make money and now it's like if we get attached to those things the world is changing at such a fast rate you know just listening to this thing earlier that um like like within 10 to 15 years like we'll be able to have terrestrial like space flight where we can go to hong kong hong kong from new york in like 20 minutes just by using the same rockets that elon musk is making right now to go to mars Mm -hmm. we can use those on earth just to get everywhere and it's kind of like limitless on what's happening in our lifetime and you know we're here for this experience but it's really only you know right now it's a hundred years if you're lucky you know with the bounds we're making in the medical field it could be 150 to 200 years of a life but really that's of billions and billions of years that we haven't been on the planet and we're just here experiencing this small tiny fraction of this such long universe and there's really no way to understand it all in our time frame you get this such such a small time frame and you have to learn about stuff that was before you were born or you know in the future that we know nothing about and so it's just about optimizing this time that you're with so you must be fluid you don't want one thing your entire life you know 
as you were talking, so many things popped in my head. One, when you said living to 150 because of the medical advances we made. Actually, uh, the talk that I did do for the chiropractic, um, the, the practice rep, there's a whole talk, studies from these doctors that were saying by 2050, the average American lifespan will be up to 150, 100 to 150 years old. And so they were talking about the mobility. So a lot of times you can get replaced, you can get a heart transplant, you can get mm-hmm. a kidney transplant, you can get all these And that's different- not even, ta- that's like just based off of like our nutrition is going to shit, but our medical advances are going way up. <laughs> You know, as long as big pharma doesn't, yeah. you know, take over and hold this thing out so they can make money. But, you know, it's like we're saving it at the end where we're not saving it in the, you know, beginning. Like with our health and our nutrition and working oh, out and I habits and saying. stuff yeah. to prevent those diseases from happening. We're doing all this research that, okay, if your heart goes to shit because of your diet, you can get a heart transplant with a 3D printer. That's going to save your life. But why not? You know, if you do that and you're doing stuff to optimize your health now and during this life, then you get a hundred years of healthy life. And then when your heart goes to shit, then you can get a transplant and live to even more and more. But what we're not doing is, you know, where we're making, we're, we're not, not making the bounds of, of yeah. the everyday things that are going to optimize It's like, okay, I'm only going to do something about it when it's, when I'm faced with the absolute yeah. worst problem. Like, yeah. oh, I'll start getting healthy once I'm diagnosed with diabetes and yeah. it's affecting my life, you know? And you're yeah. not thinking, they don't, I don't think people consciously have the thought, mm-hmm. but it's like, oh, if I'm doing what I'm doing and I'm not having any negative effects to this, mm-hmm. then I'm just gonna keep doing it. So when they're faced with like, oh, you're diagnosed with this and you could die, or oh, you're having this other health mm-hmm. problem, or oh, your heart stopped working, your arteries are clogged or whatever, yeah. then it's like, okay, now I'm gonna do a low cholesterol diet and all this stuff. Yeah. That's a really good point. I know, and in the talk with like the whole chiropractic thing, it was like you can get a facelift and Botox and dentures and all these things and get all these replacements, but there's no spinal replacement. You can't get a like because it's too complicated. It's too, yeah. It connects your whole nervous system, your whole that is very true. Yeah. all your nerves. It controls absolutely everything, and so like once you get to 150, do you want to be able to? have a nice face or do you want to be able to move mm-hmm. you know you see all these old people with walkers and in wheelchairs and they can't move and their mobility shit even grandma like she can't walk mm-hmm. it's like mobility is huge so take yeah. care of yourself anyway that's like another total subject yeah, no, but there is it's also like you know we want to experience the universe and what's the meaning and what <laughs> is there god is there this higher good it is this this higher being but you know we can't figure that out in a, a lifetime you know we can't connect everything that everybody's done this until you know you have to you can't figure it out all by yourself off this 100 years of life there's just too much of life that's going on we're such a small fraction of the universe that you know how is one person gonna figure that out so if you know what i'm saying well i get what you're saying it's like you can't figure out all the secrets and all the things to the universe when you've only lived 100 years here in this yeah because if you think of it if you think of it like a strand like there's this strand of you know, BC to whatever caveman times to you know the world ending, and we're, only ending, experiencing, and we're experiencing this little tiny fraction. Who knows if it's we're in the middle, if we're or if this is just the beginning, like of how long it's gonna be. Yeah. You know, so yeah. Well, <clears throat> with that being said, you're right, and I think that's why 
my personal belief is <laughs> the reincarnation we live multiple lives in order to gain this multiple parts yeah. of experience but i remember when i was in third grade i was having this like mini existential crisis i was like i know that when i die i'll know all the i'll know everything i need to know like i'll have all the answers mm. that i need and i think that's true you might not have all the experience of what it's like to be human once you pass on but the i don't know i just feel and as actually as i'm talking they always say all the answers everything you need to know is within you because you i really truly believe like you have a soul you have an energy you have this expansive being that's connected to the one energy the one consciousness that shares that we're all connected and if you can tap into that and like get your head out of ego and greed and personal gain and personal wants and you can leave that behind and focus on the soul you can tune into everything you need like they say when you meditate and you're trying to make decisions and stuff when your head is clouded with thoughts and opinions and concerns it's really hard to make a decision mm-hmm. but when you are in this meditative state when your mind is clear the clarity is just so much you're not having to like wrestle within yourself and it's especially decisions. it's especially hard in this generation this time frame that we're at where phones in the past decade are now like 15 to 20 years it's it's a constant distraction everybody has an opinion everybody's saying their opinion they're voicing it on twitter on instagram and people get so caught up in this they're always on their phone they're always gathering information that's contradictory and that's all getting caught into your mind and then like everything has a pro and a con side and it's like everybody's willing to argue it you know there's no true absolute like really anything you know people disagree with climate change they agree with climate change even if there's some say there's a ton of studies on it some say it's like it's still not true like and they can back it with evidence and it's like once you get into that low kind of distraction state where it's just you and your thoughts and your inner you know inner mind inner soul then that's definitely obviously gonna make a difference because it's just you and you know kind of this oneness with Mm -hmm. the energy yeah as you're talking i'm also realizing this other realization that i've had it's hit me so strong is that when we talk about other humans and other people and other people's experiences and what collectively we're all experiencing with social media and this generation and opinions on climate change and politics and all this stuff there's always like divide and judgment and taking yourself away from that other person and putting like judgment and hierarchy and status and comparing and all these things and you're separating people you're separating each other you're going oh you're this race i'm this race or oh you're this you know income bracket or income whatever i'm here i drive this car i drive i look like this like you're we're constantly comparing and segregating everyone and judging and and it's all based off thoughts like you're not going to hang out with someone that you disagree like your thoughts are different than them you migrate towards people that have the same opinions as you have the same thoughts towards yeah. things as you you know really like you're never going to hang out with somebody who's always contradicting you yeah. you know and your beliefs well and, actually you know, i know like my my guy friends they when they're all three together it's like 
constant. Well, where'd you hear that? Like, fuck you. This is right. All that stuff. But well, I mean, there's lots of people who argue stuff, but, but I there's, think there's in the, the same general, mindset. Yeah, like the same thoughts towards having fun, having experiences. The same thoughts towards hobbies or whatever. Obviously, when and you get down honestly, deep. Honestly, all my friends and people that I'm really close to, we've all had a very like similar upbringing background you know we've lived life a certain way and I think that whole you go with what's familiar so on point that you're going to be attracted and connect with people that have had familiar upbringing because they feel familiar to you like every time I go to a good friend's house it's like oh you feel like you're at home because like I don't know your life is comfortability with them and you know everybody like hates being uncomfortable you're obviously going to go towards what's certain with you because that's what's comfortable in your mind and you know society and everybody has this idea of what's certain and it's like it's it's going to work because everybody else has done it you know it's a sense of like kind of conformity to normalness because that's what's comforting and so anytime you step out of that comfort obviously it's going to be different so like if you you know people who hang out with completely different groups than like their upbringing or their thoughts like that's going to be really uncomfortable Mm -hmm. you know and really and once you do that say someone does do that and they're hanging out with people completely different than them they're going to change they're going to become that group Mm -hmm. you know because they're trying to get comfortable with that group and once they get comfortable that's what's familiar to them now Mm -hmm. and so then Mm -hmm. it's like you're going to have a completely different you know, kind of personality because you're conforming to what's comfortable mm-hmm. to you and what's around you. That actually reminds me of this podcast I listened to where the guy talks about survival instincts, like tribes and stuff that subconsciously, if you go back primal or primal instincts and stuff, it's to um, fit in in a way because back then if we didn't, if we got lost, kicked out of our tribe or whatever and we tried to have to go into this new tribe, you would try to conform in order to like make it in their society or whatever. Anyway, um, my realization point with opinions and different people is that I'm realizing that judgment is absolutely horrible and that we're all any form of negative thought energy towards another person puts that energy out in the universe and is just negative like you don't want that and i'm really like realizing that no one is better or less than anyone and it's like you've always known that but it's just this heightened experience that some people who are content in their lives and say they're not amounting to do big things or having their own company it's like Mm -hmm. their experience of just being in this life and this human Mm -hmm. is so important and don't like think that you're better because you like you know you're just yeah no I think one thing I heard one time was I forgot who said it but um it was don't you know it's like don't punish your kids for what they do punish them for what they know and then it also comes into the state of empathy where it's like anytime you get upset with someone for what they do, you have to kind of feel empathy towards them and put yourself in their shoes that if you knew what they knew, if, if you had the same experiences, thoughts as them, you would have done the same exact thing in that situation. And, you know, you can't really change that. Um, and so I think that that goes to what you're saying, where everybody's different. Everybody's had different experiences. Everybody has different thoughts of what's right in a certain situation. 
and you know even you know obviously people make mistakes because of that and lots of owners or business people or you know like bosses can kind of get on you for that and you know they're not they're not showing up with empathy and compassion yeah for other people and they're I've noticed that a lot in like literally every place I've worked there's been people in management positions that make fun of and talk bad about behind people's back about how they're handling a certain situation. <laughs> it's like that's so negative, that's the worst way you could ever do that. And they're just talking shit about these people rather than going and trying to understand and help and help mm-hmm. them understand something that's gonna be better for them. Um but w- what you were saying there's a Jack Canfield quote um, where he's like, everybody's doing the best that they can with the knowledge that they have at the time. Mm-hmm. So even in this is, I've said this before and people have totally disagreed with me, but if you think about people who steal or people, you know, we always, we know a general sense of wrong and right, like, oh, stealing's bad mm-hmm. or cheating's bad or all these things are bad. And you can know that, like, oh, I'm not supposed to do this, but you do it. So what caused you to do that bad thing? What caused you to cheat? What caused you to lie? What caused you to whatever? And his point of view is we're all, we do these things to fulfill or um, help a basic need. So people that steal, it could be trying to feed their family. It could be trying there and when it's like hierarchy of needs when you don't have these specific needs met you're not worried about relationships or how you look if you need food and shelter you're gonna like do whatever you can at survival instincts you're not gonna be thinking like oh how's this gonna affect me yeah or and same it's not just for like physical oh i can't eat or sleep so i'm gonna steal this it's it can be emotional too like oh i feel really alone so, so I'm, I'm gonna, gonna steal because my friends told me that. Because I, I want to fit in. Kinda cool. yeah, or kinda oh, cool. I'm gonna cheat because I need this validation because I didn't get it in this specific point. Or I'm afraid of this person's gonna leave me, so I'm gonna cheat to have this higher up. It's like, mm-hmm. or I need validation from more people. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's like you're doing all of these things from a basic need, and if you can get to this core like sadness or this core missing piece or void or whatever heal that and then mm-hmm. you know and I yeah, feel like yeah. it's a just... cost so it's an economic term is it's cost benefit analysis so whatever action you take you have to have the benefits outweigh the cost so some people they value and it's different for everybody everybody values stuff differently so if you value the validation of your friend even if you know you can get in trouble for it that cost and is worth it for like some people it's just the feeling of rebellion like that makes them feel better so they're willing to risk that stuff Mm -hmm. and also some people have you know this higher value on validation that they're gonna go steal because their friends steal and that their friends tell me that it's cool and so that their benefit is that they get the validation from their friends even you know in most circles you don't really get that validation because there's always more that they're gonna peer pressure you into do but you know just by doing that or stealing in this example gets you that validation and that's that's the benefit and so they that's how they weigh their decisions not based off of okay societally obviously if i get caught i'm gonna go bad places or Mm -hmm. you know go to prison or whatever 
I like that. That's a lot simpler to understand than I feel like what <laughs> I said. Yeah. Alright, this has been a good little time. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I just saw the door open. I know, I thought. And then Snowball's <laughs> face popped out. It's like he opened the door. Yeah. <laughs> Alright. Later, All right. motherfuckers. Whoa, okay. That's the outro, right? Is that what Joe Rogan says? Thanks for listening, motherfuckers. <laughs>